1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and the expert on all matters real estate is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Okay, well, let's start with the numbers for June. Should we even try to compare to last year? Well, this is the time of year where we said the numbers from this year would be comparable to last year. And, you know, the first five months were obviously out of whack. But from June, we knew that, you know, confidence would return because the numbers would be pretty, you know, similar. If you look at 2017, York Region was selling 37.7 homes a day in the first couple of weeks. Guess what we're selling in 2018 for York Region? 409 so we're actually ahead of last year's pace in York Region, and that's going to be huge when when the final numbers come out in a couple of weeks for the end of June. You're going to see that it either you know, was the same as 2017 or it surpassed 2017. If we stay at the same rate that we're selling right now and with the nicer weather and conference coming back, the election's over – you're going to you're going to probably see June surpass June 2017. And and why do you think that's happening? Pent up demand. People were just waiting and now that they see that you know things aren't as bad as they thought. And the similar thing happened in BC when BC first came out with all those taxes and everything. There was a bit of a waiting out period. People wanted to see what's going to happen if prices were going to drop and now they realize that prices aren't dropping. You know last week we talked about the price change from January to May, prices actually increased 9.45%. So when people see that, they're thinking, I better get into the market now because there's no there's no recession here. And is there inventory out there? There is. There's a lot of inventory. So, you know, looking at what we have right now compared to last year, we have over 1,400 more homes on the market right now than we did last year. So the buyers have more of a choice, and that's why you're not seeing. You're starting to see multiple offers now because new inventory isn't coming on the market as quick as it did in the past five months. So you're going to start to see some of that inventory get used up, and at the same time, now you're going to start to see some multiple offers. So that window that you have to purchase, if you're a buyer, that window is closing really quick. You need to get in now. Yeah, because that multiple offer, it's a bit scary, right? It is. And and just the other night, one of our agents was in on a property that had five offers on it, and it sold for way over asking, wow. uh, no conditions. So that's starting to come back. So as a buyer, you need to take advantage of the inventory that's on the market right now and get in right away. And when you talk about the inventory, what exactly is out there? Are these um, detached homes? Are they semis? Are they condos? What options do buyers have right now? There's a good selection of everything. I mean, there's obviously a lot more condos because more condos have been built uh, in York Region over the last few years. So you're starting to see those buildings being completed and units hitting the market. But as far as detached, semis, townhouses, condo townhouses, you have your choice of pretty much everything. And is everything across the board on the rise in terms of um, the price? It is. I mean, detached has 
you know, been in a bit of a lull, but it's not declining by any means. It's still going to be increasing as well, just not at the rate that it did in the early part of 2017. But condos still continue to go up, townhouses, semis. That's what's affordable right now. So that's where a lot of the people are, and, and that's why those continue to go up. And what about in terms of, you know, your your office. What is happening with your agents right now? Is everybody really busy and and is that a good thing? It's a it's different from what it's been the last few months? It has been. And look at the weather. So, you mm. know, at, we didn't have great weather this entire spring until maybe last week or the week before. So, as the weather gets better, the buyers want to go out. They want to fix up their homes, get them ready for the market. So, our agents are getting busy. Our calls are up, our appointments are up, and you see a lot of activity around the office, which is great. And is there a break in that activity as people sort of slow down for the summer, maybe take some summer vacation? Typically, around August, you see a bit of a slowdown, but I don't think this year we will have that slowdown till probably October or November because we had such a quiet first five months. You know, when you consider what would have happened in a typical year in February, March, April, we didn't have that this year. So there was a lot of contributing factors to that, but the demand and the, the, with the supply being there plus the demand right now, you're going to start to see activity continue throughout the fall. Okay. When we come back, Canadians investing in Detroit. We'll talk about it after the break. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez. And joining us next on the phone is Kevin Stewart. He's the broker and owner of Stewart Team Real Estate Partners in Metro Detroit. Kevin, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, Kevin. Good how's it going? Yeah, we, we just wanted to pick your brain about last time we spoke, we were talking about investments in Detroit and just wanted to see how those are doing and... What's hot? Yeah, the investment market's still strong. Um, I would say the commercial investment market in downtown Detroit um, is becoming a lot tighter, uh, is one of the things that I've noticed a lot tighter, but the residential market still has a lot of opportunity. Um, Really, it's about um, having the right situation. You've got to understand if you're an investor in Detroit what you're getting into. Um, We have found uh, that... um, a lot of the properties that we come across don't have um, good organized financials, things like that. A lot of the typical due diligence that we would like to do uh, with our investors, you've just got to understand that in Detroit, you're taking a little bit of a risk when you're purchasing a property at, you know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars um, $50,000. Obviously, you're taking a risk there where it probably hasn't been managed as well as you would like to see Um so you're taking on a little bit of the risk there, but the math is absolutely still there. Double-digit cap rates on uh, almost everything we're seeing in Detroit. Uh, we also feel that a lot of the outskirts, so what we call uh, some of the immediate suburbs of Detroit, um, are a very, very good investment potential as well. We have a lot of areas that I believe are extremely undervalued uh, in their pricing, and you can get a very strong rent rate, earn a great cap rate. And I believe that those areas have the potential for long-term growth 
and long-term financial growth down the line. So for us, it still comes down to having a conversation with the investor, anybody that's looking to invest in not just Detroit, but the Metro Detroit market, looking for what they want to do, how they want to do it, how they would like to allocate money, and really what their end goals are. Uh, Are you looking to earn an annual return or are you looking for long-term gain and growth? So we advise clients separately on that, but the moral of the story is the, uh, the Detroit market for investment purposes is, I would say, very strong. And and what we've seen in the past, I mean, our our clients are going on to these websites and taking a look at properties in New York and Detroit, and and what they're finding is they get a lot more bang for their buck in terms of cap rates and return. And we yeah. looked at the Arena District in in downtown Detroit. That's mm-hmm. gone up a lot just in the last couple of years. Oh, it exploded. I mean, you had properties down there that you know three years ago, three or four years ago. You could buy condominiums for uh, sixty to eighty thousand dollars. Those same condos right now are a half a million uh, U.S. dollars. That's so uh, that's a huge return difference. That's a big number difference. And the last in time, just a few years. The last time we spoke and we had some interest uh, from some of our listeners in some of the properties that were down there, which were, I believe, around the thirty-five to fifty thousand dollar mark. And mm-hmm. and what are those going for now? I mean, it's been maybe about a year since uh, we had that conversation, maybe about seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. I think those properties are now closer to the 50 to 75 range. You can still find stuff in the 30,000 range, but they're typically, you've got to understand the areas that they are in are going to be rough areas. They're going to be, we still have a lot of rough areas in Detroit uh, that, um, you know, are not necessarily great areas uh, to, to, to be in. And so those, a lot of the, you know, lower end housing is still going to fall into those areas, but there's a lot of neighborhoods that are coming back very fast uh, that are looking very good where, you know, even some of those properties, again, that were last year, you know, 30 or $40,000 are probably now 60 or 70 or 80 even. So some of the people that bought last year have doubled their money in one year. Now, suppose someone doesn't want to be, you know, the the quote-unquote slumlord, and, and they want to go into a nicer area. What was the average price point for something like that, where, you know, it's a safer area and you're still going to get a pretty good return on it? I think you can purchase in the 100 to 150 price point, uh, 100 to $150,000 um, U.S., um, and get into uh, some of the suburbs that are closer to Detroit um, and get in for a price near that and still earn a double-digit cap rate your cap rate's still going to be in the double digits. It's going to be 10 plus, um, even with spending that money. In those areas, you are going to get a higher quality tenant. A lot of times we're going to see more complete financials. You're going to know a little bit more about the investment you're going to get into. Um, they're going to be more well-kept properties, um, and you're typically going to have a tenant that's going to stay longer. The problem we have with a lot of the properties that are in downtown Detroit, especially the you know properties that people are buying for thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, really, really high turnover you may turn over a tenant every six months. That's not abnormal down there. Um, and so a lot of our investors, when they really start to take a look at it, they start to analyze it and say, I'd rather spend $100,000 and buy it in an area where I feel like I'm going to turn a tenant over no more than once a year, um, which is, from an investment standpoint, a good thing because turnover costs money. And so when we're looking at it, uh, again, a lot of our investors, we believe, are going out slightly outside Detroit because there's some really good uh, income-earning potentials. Uh, in the metro areas. 
We have a couple of clients looking on a website, I guess you guys have uh, Zillow, and they keep sending mm-hmm. us properties that are around the, the $75,000 range and $80,000 range. Actually, we're going to sidetrack and we're going to talk a little bit about Zillow because apparently Zillow is going to be coming into Canada. And they've oh, just signed okay. a deal with Century 21. There's a, there's a lot of talk about how it's going to affect some of the uh, online brokerages or the, the, the virtual office uh, setups. But Zillow is just a marketing site, isn't it? Don't they just take listings and market them and sell them back to agents? Yeah, the truth is, is what you got to know is, is how Zillow makes their money. Um, the way Zillow makes their money is uh, if somebody clicks on a listing, uh, it's going to provide three agent spaces. Those agents pay a pretty good sum of money uh, to have their face and information come up with a listing. Uh, somebody clicks on it, it goes to that, and, and a lead generates to that agent. So it's a lead generation tool for agents. That's how they make their money. Realtors essentially foot the bill uh, for what Zillow is doing. Um, the consumers, though, love it. Uh, from the perspective of Zillow has a very consumer-friendly website. They've got great community information. We can, I mean, we have people, every single uh, home that I go into now, I actually take the Zillow analysis with me because I guarantee you my seller has seen it. My seller has been on Zillow and looked up the estimated value of their home, all that kind of stuff. So we take the Zillow information with us. I'll be honest with you, it's not an accurate website as far as their estimates of value. Um, There's a lot of inaccuracies as far as the data that's on there. You get a lot of listings that are not really listings. A lot of uh, companies in the States use Zillow as their foreclosure by advertisement. So you get a lot of stuff where someone's missed a couple mortgage payments and all of a sudden it shows up on Zillow, but that home's never going to get listed. So it has, it has some pieces like that, that once you explain it to your consumer, what Zillow is and what it isn't, it doesn't really have any major net effect. And in some ways has a positive effect because what it does is it lets us show yet again, why it's important to hire a realtor because we can give you the real inaccurate information, not a computer generated report that doesn't have any, uh, human analytics behind it, just straight computer analytics. And so what we're able to do is use that, unpack that and show a big value add to our clients, both buyers and sellers for what we do and why we do it. So we, we really, Zillow has been in the market in the States here forever. I mean, obviously for a very, very long time. And, you know, we have our times where we've been frustrated with it because it creates a little bit of consumer confusion. Um, but for the most part, we have found ways to counteract that as realtors in the marketplace. And I also know a lot of realtors that have built very substantial businesses off of the lead generation side of Zillow uh, in purchased leads and, and uh, things like that. So, again, you just kind of have to know what it is. But I don't really think it's had any major negative effect uh, for us here in the States. Okay, and Kevin, going back to um, Canadian investors and those here in York Region who are thinking about making an investment in Detroit, what are those three sort of takeaways for them right now, you know, so that they can navigate which neighborhoods they should be looking at, how much investment they could be making, and what kind of return they could be uh, getting back as well? So what are the three big takeaways for them? Um, the big takeaway is, one, you need to hire somebody to work with you that understands the market. Someone who's been in the market for a very long time has experience with investment clients because it is difficult. It's not as easy of waters to navigate as people think. It's not just, hey, here's some money. I want to invest in Detroit. If there's a good way to do it. And there's a not good way to do it. Um, so first thing is, is making sure you have a professional 
that can guide you through those tumultuous waters. Uh, second piece is due diligence is a must. Anything with our investors is due diligence becomes very important. The more information we can find about the property, the safer your money that's invested is. Uh, that's extremely key. And then the third point, if you're going to invest in the Detroit market and really in any market, is you've got to understand uh, the pieces and the tools and the ways that you can utilize your money. Are you going to pay cash? How much cash do you have available? Are you going to look to leverage? Are you going to leverage when you purchase or down the road? So there's a lot of different avenues there. And we've had a lot of people run into major snags with investing in the States because they just assume they're going to come and mortgage all the money. Well, that's not always a good equation for folks. Uh, and with some of these properties that are, are lower priced, the mortgage piece can become very sticky and very difficult. I mean, the truth of the matter is, I recommend if you're going to invest in the Detroit market, you need to come with a good portfolio of cash because that's how you're going to take the most advantage of the market. Um, so those three things there. Again, make sure you hire a qualified professional that knows the market, knows what they're doing, knows investment real estate. Um, and then obviously the piece there about, about money and the finances becomes very, very important. That's great advice because, you know, what you're saying in both situations with the investment and with Zillow, you can't ignore that human element. You have to have someone that you trust that knows the market. And at the same time, you can't just rely on computer-generated reports uh, to do your investing. So, The human element is always going to be an important part of our business. And, you know, the Detroit market understand as well when I say a qualified and experienced professional. That's the second piece that's very important. Uh, similar to the, you know, to the Toronto market and the Canadian market, um, our, we are having realtors flood into the business in Metro Detroit, flood, because all of a sudden it's, it's easy to sell a home in Metro Detroit. It really is. I mean, there's, there's a lot, there's a lack of inventory. The market is hot as it's ever been. So you get a lot of people that come into the industry. But the thing is, is a lot of them don't really have a firm understanding about what's what yet. Uh, and especially in the investment game, especially for investors, you've got to have somebody with a good amount of experience and not just experience as in I've had a license for a while, but someone who's experienced in helping investors navigate the waters of investment. And I think that's really tough to find. I think as a foreign investor, to find someone that you know, knows the market and isn't there just because the Detroit metro market is hot right now. It's because they mm-hmm. legitimately have some experience um, in in that area. And, and that's that's tough to navigate for sure. It is. It is. But it certainly sounds like Detroit is on the comeback. Oh, it's, it's without a doubt. I mean, it's been you get off the airport. I think I said this when we were on the phone last time uh, when I was on the show is that when you fly into Metro Airport and you get off and you're going to collect your luggage, it says, welcome to America's comeback city. Um, And I truly believe that that's the case. I I, I believe Detroit is absolutely on a comeback tear. Uh, And it, it for, you know, long, long, long time ago, it was one of the top cities in the world. Really, it was in the world. Um, And, uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to get back to that conversation, but I can tell you we're getting back to the point where Detroit is a great place to be. Metro Detroit is a great place to be. I mean, I love Detroit. I've, I've been here my whole life, and it's a wonderful city. I think it's a great city if you even haven't come and visited. I would recommend that. I'd put that as a 3.5, <laughs> you know, a 4. 
you need to come here. You need to come see it. I think that it's important for investors to come understand the areas that they're buying and understand a feel for the city, um, that it's not as scary as people think it is. It's just not. It's a great place to be in. Uh, Asif, I know last time you, you were here, we did a lot of walking around in Detroit and, you know, talking through all of the rehabilitation and, and things like that that have happened just within the last two or three years. Uh, and it's incredible to watch. I'm thoroughly enjoying watching the comeback happen. Yeah, and that with was a front row seat. It was just incredible to see the transformation just in about three or four years and, and what, mm-hmm. what's happened to Detroit down there. So great opportunities. Uh, as always, thank you very much, Kevin, for uh, joining us today. And uh, we hope to uh, have you on again and, and get another update on what's happening in Michigan. Absolutely. My pleasure. Anytime you guys need me, you know how to find me. And Kevin, if our listeners want to connect with you, how do they do that? Yeah, best way for them to start with a connection with me if they want to email me. Uh, that's usually the fastest way um, we can then schedule a phone call for me to get on the phone. I'm I'm running run and gun pretty much all day long, so uh, catching me on the phone can be difficult, but an email is usually the best way, and that's kevin at stewartteam.com. Uh, Stuart spelled S-T-E-W-A-R-T, so kevin at stewartteam.com. Email me if you guys have any questions or would like to schedule a phone call to see if Investment in Detroit could be a good thing for you. Terrific. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Have a Kevin. good one. You too. When we come back, the hot listing of the week, and we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now for our listener questions. Asif, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. The first question comes from Rosa in Kleinberg. Her luxury home has been on the market for months, and after multiple open houses, there has been little interest. What do you think the issue may be? Well, Rosa, that's that's a good question, and, and you Typically, what you have to realize, there's only three reasons why a home won't sell. So it's either price, condition, or accessibility. So accessibility, if people are getting in for appointments when they want to book them, that's good. If your condition is you know, pretty up, up to par with the neighbors, that's good. The only thing it could come down to is price point. So you'd have to look at the price point and make sure that you're priced for today's marketplace. And if you are, then you're going to get one of these things happening. So in 10 days, you should have 10 showings. And if you have 10 showings in the first 10 days, you should get an offer. And if not, you have to go back and look at the three pillars, which are price, condition, and accessibility. So, you know, you should, uh, if you're on the market, you should talk to your realtor and uh, and see what the, the plan is and try to evaluate what your next steps would be. And what about that um, that method that some people use where they take it off the market for a while and then go back? Is that ever effective? It is. What we find sometimes is people will price a home for a multiple offer and they won't get the interest and then they'll take it off and they'll increase the price. To us, that's not a good strategy because now you've you've just told everyone that you were willing to list at a certain price and now you've increased the price. So, you know, it has to be priced properly from the start. And if you do that, then the house is going to sell. 
Okay, our next question comes from John in Richmond Hill. He's a regular listener to our show. Thank you, John. And uh, he's heard you talk about condos in Markham, but he's hoping to invest in a condo but in his hometown of Richmond Hill. What are his options? John, thanks for listening and, and thanks for sending in the question. There are a lot of great options in Richmond Hill. I mean, you've got the whole Young Street corridor that's uh, just getting condos all the way down, well, from Steeles all the way up to 16th Avenue, and now even north of that. So there are so many options. You've got that whole Bantry area. You've got the Highway 7 corridor by Leslie. Um, there's there's so many different options for you in Richmond Hill. It just depends on what you're looking for. Are you looking for a one-bedroom? Are you looking for a two-bedroom? What type of return are you looking for? There's, uh, you know, we what we can do is take a look at what your needs and wants are and then put you in the right direction. Okay, hope that helps, John. Time now for our hot listing of the week, and joining us with the details is Heather Cooper from REMAX Prime Properties. Heather, what do you have for us this week? Hi, Tina. This week, we have a beautiful century home located on one of Stouffville's most desired streets. This home has so much character and has been impeccably maintained. It's got three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and a gorgeous walkout to a private yard with mature trees and in-ground pool, all on a 150-foot deep lot and backing onto a conservation area. Sounds fantastic. And and Asif, I think Stouffville is one of those areas that seems to be really growing and exploding right now. It is. There's there's so much movement, especially up from Markham and, and even over from Richmond Hill into Stouffville right now. There's a lot of people even moving from Toronto up to Stouffville. So you've got, you know, and this is a century home, so you could call it the deal of the century. But um, <laughs> but it's it's a great location. There's so much development going on around there. There's a couple of condo buildings that are being put up. It, it's just a great place to be right now. Lots of families moving up there too. Okay, Heather, one more time, this hot find in Stouffville. All right, this home is located at 174 Church Street and it's listed for $1,262,000. And how many bedrooms again? It's three bedrooms, two bathrooms. And for more information, where do they go? They can contact Tamara Nickel-Stokes or Jennifer Gowland um, with the home team at 905-554-5522. Terrific. Thanks for joining us, Heather. Great. Thank you. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.